Hey guys, this is episode eight of the MKAU show. We have Maddie, Shaven Wookie, Shaven Wookie, and you have Stay Space. Um, so yeah, what have we been up to lately? It can be books, TV, games. Uh, besides work. Uh, <laughs> besides work. Yeah, um, reviewing a, a few games. Um, what was that? I think I'm playing at the moment. Cronus. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I uh, got to speak a little louder. Um, project, uh, yeah, just been reviewing a few games. Um, Shadow and Dust. I think that was one of the last ones I did. Um, and besides that, just getting ready for packs. Cool, Manny. Cool, yeah, no, getting ready for packs. Um, but also lately, I've been playing a little bit of Armor Three. Yep. Um, particularly playing around with the Zeus module. Obviously, really old game, but Zeus basically gives you the ability to create missions and stuff for, for other people to jump in and play on mm-hmm. which is kind of cool so i've been sort of playing a little bit of pc until it decided to die today yep. or yep. yesterday which sucked but is what it is um otherwise got my hands on breakpoint Ooh. and uh Ooh, been yeah. playing that one for review so that'll be up on the website shortly make sure you go to mkaugaming.com to check that one out yep um but yeah that's Besides normal work, same as you, yeah. that's that's really all I've been doing. Yep. So, um, I've been playing, other than my usual, you know, Siege and stuff, the Season 3 of Apex Legends just dropped, and the new map looks so cool, looks so cool. So there's, like, icy areas and, like, a like a larvary area now, which is really good to see they finally switched the map up, because we have talked about that before, that from Apex Legends we wanted to, we wanted to see them, like, do a bit more with it. Yeah. More variety. Yeah. Like, we weren't happy with Season 2, where they just added a new character and, like, a new gun. So it's good to see they actually change the map up like they would in Fortnite. Um, I've been reviewing a game called Neocab, um, which dropped today. It's a pretty good game. It's like a story adventure. And it's a very niche market. Not many people are into, like, really point-and-click games. So I really enjoy it because a lot of those games have like a lot of social commentary. But um, yeah, it's it's really charming. But I don't think it's like it's not a game for everyone. It's got to be someone that likes reading and listening and making decisions about the text. So that's a really cool game. So that review will be up probably tomorrow. Um, I got my hands on a mouse from Extra Fi. I hope I said it right. Extra Fi. I'm pretty sure it's Extra Fi. Um. The M4 mouse, it's got all these cute little holes through it. It's so good. I'm in love with it. It's my new go-to mouse. So a review for that is coming up too. Um, and other than that, on TV, I've just been watching... I've been, like, um, binging RuPaul's Drag Race, ready for the next season, which is all uh, British drag queens. So living out my makeup <laughs> fantasy right there. So other than that... Obviously, you heard we're all going down to PAX in less than a week. So we're really excited about that. So what are you guys looking forward to from our adventure down there in Melbourne? Time off. (laughs) Time off. A week off work. Yeah, um, working full time, not having a holiday in about seven years kind of sucks. So uh, definitely looking forward to having some time off. Um, I am flying down, obviously, a little bit earlier than what you guys Mm -hmm. are. I'm going to catch up with a friend and... Spent a bit of time with her, just catching up, basically. Um, but otherwise, yeah, I'm just sort of looking forward to experiencing it, basically, because yeah. it is—it's the biggest. Sure first packs, hey? It is. Yeah. It's the—it's obviously the biggest convention in Australia, so it'll be yeah. nice to nice to go and sort of experience that and 
fingers crossed, get some freebies. Yeah, <laughs> all the merch. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh, well, PAX is, for me, it's just, you know, like a big convention that I just enjoy going to and there's a lot there I want to see and do and uh, get to see some games that are coming out. There's the new uh, Call of Duty that's coming out as well. Uh, get to check out uh, some, some details with Cyberpunk 2077 yep. um, and, you know, just... <clears throat> a few things like that uh besides that uh it's just always exciting to get some time off as well so yep. yeah yeah well i'm not a veteran this is my third year i'm not like Lance, who's been like quite a few years but there's so much i'm looking forward to i'm looking forward to all the gaming booths um product walkthroughs we're actually booked in for quite a few product mm. walkthroughs so i'm actually really excited to see what razor and hyperx have to offer um like, they're pretty respected brands, mm. so I'm excited to see what they have that's coming out. Um, the Bethesda Trivia Night is always so much fun, <laughs> so we're all going to that one yeah. of the nights. Okay. Um, I got heaps I'll, of things I'll agree right to that, <laughs> sure. I know what to expect. Um, I'm going to watch a few tournaments. There was one year Lance and I went down and watched a PUBG tournament, and it was going off. There was, like, 200 people watching. Like, I literally was, like craning my neck trying to uh see what was going on and they had like kids up there and adults and it was amazing just to watch um so there's quite a few panels i want to see one i'm really excited to see is um networking for introverts (laughs) (laughs) so i'm gonna check that out um another panel i want to see is um how streaming's gonna save the planet i think that's a really interesting topic about what we can do as streamers for the wider community um I'm actually really excited to see the Indie Showcase panel because I obviously do a lot of the indie games on Nintendo Switch. They generally come out on Switch. And, um, yeah, I'm excited to see that, see what Australia has to offer in that in that area. Um, and we're going to quite a few hands-on gameplays. Yes. So Doom Eternal. Doom Eternal. I know you love. Yeah, You're yeah. excited for. Um, also, they're having a Cyberpunk one. Yes, yes, very much so. And... Uh, Simon's lucky enough to, <coughs> to interview one interview of the developers. The dev, yes. Yeah, so that will be really, really interesting. Um, yeah, I'm just excited to get up close with all the tech that's down there. Yeah. I feel like my answer sucked now. I, I, don't, know what, I don't know what to expect from that. <laughs> I feel like it did yeah. a little bit. It did. But yeah. you don't know. I, I have no going idea. Going in. I have no well, idea. Do you want well, to add to it, Simon? Uh, well, the map's out. Uh, yep. right now for the schedule for the schedule um you can check out panels do a little research obviously someone has already done so done a bit of research. um so you know it'll give you an example of what to expect yeah um but pretty much what you'll think you expect and probably suss out um it's just going to be bigger yeah yep. it's Plus, See, packs a bit all, more. all i've all i've looked at is the merch yeah yeah and just like you know this is how much you got to spend to get these three pins and yeah, so that, that's just a fraction of what yeah, really I, I figured yeah. figured yeah. that much. Yeah. But you know, that's I'm just interested in the merch to be honest. Mm. Like, obviously, I want to have a look at some of the other stuff yeah. that's going to be there. Like you guys are mentioning hands-on games and stuff, yeah. and that'll be awesome. Yeah. That'll be absolutely fantastic. But yeah, at the moment, I'm just sort of my mindset's just like merch, merch, merch. Yeah. yeah. Or so. go-to guide for PAX is to download the PAX app because it's got the schedule. There's yeah. a map because the place is huge. You'll be yeah. running from one panel yeah. to the other. And it can be like a 10-minute walk sometimes. So Nice, okay. Download the PAX app. <laughs> and um, lines, yeah. Uh, lines claustrophobia. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. 
Fantastic. So, yeah. To add to that, like it's a great experience because because of the hands-onness of the booths. Like last year, I went and did the demo for um, Detroit Become Human, and I knew after playing that demo, I had to yeah, play that I, game. I played that as yeah. well, and, and then that I was did. Fantastic. I got the game for a review, and I legit put so many hours into it because it was an amazing game. Mm. So you do get to experience it firsthand, yeah. and yeah, it does sometimes. It's your decision maker when you're down there. So yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, that's definitely one of the aspects of PAX is getting hands on with the games. Yep. And it's just fantastic. It it changes your mind right there whether you want to get the game or not. Yeah. Um and even then it's just the atmosphere, the crowds, the people. Um yeah, it's an experience. It's definitely. very different to a normal con where there's... Co- well, there is cosplayers everywhere, but it's just the community feels so much tighter yeah, than you yeah. would at a Comic-Con or a Supernova. Yeah. Yeah, it's, okay. it's like an onion, so many layers to it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Ogres have layers. <laughs> and, there, <laughs> yeah. and there's so many, like, just, like, little chill areas, too. You can go to, like, the retro gaming area. Yeah. And, um, there was last, the Switch area, yeah, the switch chill and area. switch area. It's all just, like, beanbags, chill out play switch you can do that all day if you want to there's a uh bring your own pc area where a lot of people bring their own pcs and play in there all day see that yeah that's something that sort of irks me i don't see why you'd pay x amount of dollars to go to a convention to take your pc to play against other people can you just do that at home but you know each to their own well, well for, for me personally that's like bringing back the old days of going to the land and, and meeting up with friends and bringing your PC together and, and uh, yeah you know, just look I get that but again you can do that at home you can just have your mates come around your house and you like to land. be the controversial one yeah, yeah, yeah. you <laughs> like to just... I'm gonna piss everybody off it'll be fantastic yeah <laughs> sorry but yeah no um it's I don't know that's just something that I find weird why would you pay so much money to go and play something that you could at most for most part you can play at home like I can yeah. understand go to a convention, get your hands on with like Doom Eternal, yeah, for example, yeah. because it's not out yet. Yeah. But then let's say next year, yeah. you know, Doom maybe is out and whatnot and you take your computer to PAX and play Doom against other people. I, Why? I was about to say the other thing you can do there is also play board games. But Yeah, they have yeah you, know, you can do that yeah, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, like I've yeah. got a stack of board games at home that don't get used. But wow, thanks for being Yeah, pessimist. thanks for very <laughs> negative. But anyway, it's an yeah. awesome time. But no, no, it's, it's like like I said, it's like an onion. There's multiple layers. Yeah, yeah. It's, you it, find your niche. Yeah, you find your niche. And that's just one of the things. There's so much variety there that, you know, you can run around all day and get as much free merch as you can. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're very generous. Very generous. Um, yeah, so PAX, we're going to be there. Make <laughs> yeah. sure you find us. Come get a photo. Look for these hey. shirts. Yeah, just look for us. Um, yeah, so I thought we'd, today we'd do a bit more of a getting to know MKU as gamers <laughs> segment. So, my question to you <laughs> is... Couch. Stop being seedy. <laughs> <laughs> is if there was any game world you would want to live in, which one would it be? Uh, yeah, okay. Didn't really get ready for this question. Oh, come on, guys. That's the thing. There's so many. There so is so many. many. I've got four, so don't many. worry. Don't worry. Like, I could it. be like, oh, Fallout, but, you know, 
radiation sickness isn't a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah see, that it. was off my list just because yeah, of that. Yeah. Or, or you could say, like, Star Wars, but then, you know, maybe you're a stormtrooper and you can't shoot anything for shit. Yeah, exactly, you know. So. Well, I did put Star Wars down because I'm all about that Sith life. Yeah, I, th- look, if you can choose exactly what it is yeah. in your other world, then yes, yeah, I'll yeah, take yeah, Star yeah, exactly. Wars and I'll be Sith. All right, add, yeah. like, little, like, extremes to my question. Go. I don't know. Uh, Skyrim, because, you know... I put you... Nern. I put Nern down. The planet Nern. The planet Nern? Yeah. Nice, which nice. Which is Elder Scrolls Elder world. Scrolls. I would live out my elven fantasies. <laughs> I'd be the boss as Archer. It'd be awesome. So no, I see, I'd want, I I'd want to be a vampire in Skyrim. Yeah, yeah vampires. Vampire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, oh, yep. DLC. Yeah. Um, I'd probably actually choose something sci-fi. Mm-hmm. more than fantasy anything like that because sci-fi has always been my thing like rpgs sci-fi mass effect mass effect yeah yeah just flying around the ship kind of doing stuff uh don't get seedy uh, uh i know my brain's went straight to it and i might wait for it yeah yeah wait for it um something about a black light in the yeah. yeah 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 just don't go into the cabin Aliens um yeah yeah I don't know, yeah, something sci-fi, but there's so many games I've always enjoyed uh, that I just can't choose one. And to live in that world permanently yeah. is kind of a big decision. Yeah. And if anything, I don't know, it's really hard, you know, question and answer. It is actually a really hard question because I found the balance is hard because every game puts bad things in there to make it challenging yeah, and interesting. Yeah. Like, even in Skyrim, there's, like, Daedra and stuff running yeah, around. Yeah, you, you wouldn't want to be would, a level one archer. But, yeah. Well, you say that you'd kick their asses, but you got to get, you know, the more experience. I would make yeah, heaps yeah, of exactly. iron daggers, mate. I'd be fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'd or, be you just, or you just download that mod into your life that allows you to go, beep, and there's and, uh, your... I'd yeah, have horse yeah. armor. It'd yeah. be great. Yeah. It'd be great. Um, I have the Witcher down. Witcher? Yeah, Witcher would be fantastic. I forget what the world's called. It's got, like, oh, I never played name. it, so I can't comment on oh, that one. Oh, you suck. Yeah, but yeah, then, well. then it's going into if you could choose. Because it would yeah. suck being a peasant. Well, that's what I wrote. I'm like, well, the peasants actually... The NPCs actually live really crappy living conditions. Exactly. And then you've got creatures that kill each other. And yeah. then next minute you've got to give your entire life savings to a Witcher. Yeah. To kill a monster that, you know... He may die whilst killing, and then your money just goes yeah. a waste, and everyone dies again. It's got magic, though. Well, that's why like, you want and it has Geralt. Yeah. Like, I would live in any world where Geralt was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'd be one of his many wives. <laughs> um. <laughs> no comment. You'd have to compete with Yennefer and Trish, so... I'm always uh, Team Yennefer. Yeah. Um, yeah, Team Yen. Team Yen. Team Yen. Um, I put Red Dead Redemption down, the American Frontier. I feel yeah. like that could kind of be cool. about your cowboy... Dreams. Yeah, yeah. That'd be pretty cool, I think. That'd be alright. I'd probably die, though. I'd probably be an NPC. I would die. Yeah, that's... I Actually, that reminds me. I heard there's a new Ryan Reynolds movie that's going to be coming out. They're working on it. And he's... He realises that he's an NPC in a game. Oh, that is cool. That, that, that sounds So I'm looking cool. for that. I'm trying to remember what the name of it is. It's probably NPC or something. Who knows? Um, but yeah, I, I heard yeah. that in the grapevine. Oh, that um, is cool. That is a cool concept yeah. for a movie. But, yeah, going back to it, it would suck being an NPC in a game. Yeah. It would absolutely suck. Yeah. Especially The Sims. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because you can't yeah, talk. Yeah, that and you're guaranteed dead. Yeah, yeah that and God yeah. would literally take the stairs out of the pool. <laughs> I was about to say that. 
Or build a basement and take the door away. Take the door away. Or for some reason tell you it's a good idea to light fireworks inside your house. That was a hard question. Because I even thought of Halo, but then I'm like... Nah, because the flood used to scare the crap out of me as yeah, a kid. Yeah, the fl- flood, yeah. You wouldn't want to be a marine because yeah. any possibility Master Chief would be like, I like that gun. Knock you out. And then just take your gun. Yeah. And then you're defenseless and yeah. you'll die yeah. anyway. Yeah. Well, that's where you could say specifically, if if we're going on the specific side of things, you could say, okay, well, I want to do, I want to be in the Halo Reach world. Yeah. And you can say, right, I'm a Spartan. Because look how many different Spartans there were. I'm Master Chief. <laughs> I, 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 I could get more deep into that, but, you know, like, Mark 1 or Mark 2 Spartan. Because yeah. they were, like, stolen children kind yeah, of thing. That's, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not, if Dale was here, he would be... If Dale was here, we'd basically just shut up and let him talk. Yeah, yeah. Talk about Halo. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he'd probably come up with, instead of Halo, he'd be like, I'd love to be in the Fortnite universe. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Or Minecraft. Yeah, Fortnite. Sorry. I would hate to be in the Fortnite universe because it'd just be battle royale the whole time. Yeah, it'd be yeah. like die over and over movie, again. Uh, what's that movie? Um, uh, Japanese one. Oh, battle uh, battle royale. Yeah, battle, battle royale. royale. The, the classic. I can remember yeah, the yeah. name. <laughs> yeah, the bar- uh, Phil's yeah. laughing in the background. I can remember yeah. the name. It's battle royale. Yeah. Um, yeah, that would suck. Yeah, yeah. I'd be it... like number one hundred. I would die straight away. I'd pick up like a fork. <laughs> yeah. No. Um. So yeah, all right. Let's move on to the next one. I was about to say that would be PUBG the game then. PUBG. Yeah. PUBG, yeah, because that was that's loosely pretty... based on Battle Royale. Yeah, yeah. very really. Because yeah, and then everyone went, "Oh, that's a really popular game. Throw stuff at it." Well, you're playing Armor Three at the moment. That's where PUBG kind of originated from mm. as a mod in yeah, Armor Three, yeah. and that's where I originally played it and loved the hell out of it. Yeah, and well, just kept on. See, this is sort of why I've progressed to Armor Three because. Initially, like we were all playing, we were all playing PUBG. Yeah, um, and then I also started playing a little bit of DayZ and stuff as well. Yeah, and and then one of my mates over in WA got himself a computer and he's like, "Oh, I've got armor." I'm like, "Okay, yeah. well, I guess I better buy armor then." <laughs> and um, managed to get it at like sixty percent off, so that was awesome. Yeah, and got all the DLC and everything for it. And I've just been mucking around in the editor, just building up missions and stuff. Oh, just loose engine, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Have you played around to, with any of the mods yet? Yes, I yeah. because I want to recreate. <laughs> For the record, she said she has no idea what we're going on about um, because microphone's not picking up as well as we'd like. Um, but yeah, I've downloaded like some zombie mods and stuff because yeah, I yeah. want to recreate DayZ in Armor. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty cool. I know. I know. I'll, obviously, I'll, there's Armor plenty of was, mods. I know, and I know there's plenty of mods and stuff, but. Like, I want to do my own little version where you've still got, like, you've got, um, you've got NATO, you've got CSAT, you've got your independence as well, and then you've got civilians, and then the particular mob that I've got, like, the zombies will attack absolutely everyone, including civilians, plus you've got infection. So if if the zombies attack civilians yep. or if the zombies attack anyone else, when the zombies win, like 30 seconds later, the soldier will stand up as a zombie yep. on That's top of cool. the other zombies that are spawning normally within the world. Mm. I was about to say there's already a mod. Right yeah, there. I know, but, but I want to build, build it. it. Yeah, yeah. I want to build it. <laughs> it's a learning curve, learning okay? Curve. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'd definitely recommend uh, watching a YouTube channel, uh, Frankie, on PC. Seen it. Seen it. Seen it. Fan- Thoroughly enjoyed, enjoyed it. it. Yes. Shout out Frankie. Frankie, yeah. Um, sadly, he doesn't make videos as much as he used to. Yeah, I noticed there were a few that yeah, stopped. Yeah, he's a lawyer now, so he prefers to do that. And 
<clears throat> we should probably move on before. Yeah. Yeah. Why yeah, would you yeah. prefer to be a lawyer and uh, play video right. games? I'm listening. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So let's go on to the next question. Next topic is most rage-inducing moments in your gaming experience. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Mega Man 11. I hate that game. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's one game that made him rage. But in I'm moments, normally a very, very calm game. He is. Yeah, me too. I'm usually. I'm don't really rage as much, or if any, so I can't. Well, really... let's rephrase it to irritable for Simon. Ir- irritable. <laughs> rage okay. Irritable for Simon. Um, I would say like some early access games, and I'm not going to name any. It's yeah. just because. Just generally the bugs that are in it, not just moments. Yeah. But going saying that, it's kind of like, on the flip side, like uh, online games, particularly. Uh, maybe a bit of PUBG. Um, yeah. Just frustrated, you know, like, you know, getting killed or something like that. Or when one of the buildings doesn't spawn in properly, so you're running around the building, yes. can't find the door. Oh my god, that yes. was one of my And points. someone that steps was outside with all the loot and just goes bang, and you're gone. Because yeah. we here pretty much had PUBG from launch. Yeah. And when you'd like parachute into a building, and the building would like load halfway through parachuting for it, and you would be stuck in a wall, and then yeah. some guy would just run up to you, literally <laughs> stop in front of your face, and like shotgun you in the face. Oh, mate, yeah. the rage was insane. Yeah. And you know what? It is still like that. Oh, literally, I have a friend that streams PUBG all the time, and he was playing the other day. It didn't happen to him, but a poor other person, yeah. like, glitched into a bookcase and mm, was, like, yeah, running yeah. on the spot in the bookcase, and he just walked up to him and tapped him in the head. Yeah. But it's still like that. That was like a couple of days ago. Well, see, I heard somebody say that they've fixed a lot of the rendering issues in PUBG. And that was on yeah, PC. Yeah. He plays on PC. Oh, wow. Okay. Definitely you do have them. a few issues. I, I've, I've played you, you not too long of, ago. Yeah, you can ex- look, you can expect some issues, but yeah. I thought, you know, most of them have been, for the most part, fixed. Yeah. yeah. Obviously mistaken. Possibly. Possibly. But, but I think kind the fixed. biggest thing, probably the thing that rages me... Uh, or it frustrates me is uh, I wouldn't say it's a game. It does affect games. It is most likely a strained internet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I can see that. That sucks. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it, if anything, I, I wouldn't say it's the games. It's just the internet that frustrates me. Well, it's particularly playing online games. Yeah, lag, so, lag, lag. lag. The, lag. On the Australian servers. lag. Yeah, yeah. You want to try and pick that little one that says Oceana. Yeah, but, yeah, but when you want to play... It's, it's, I kind I, of I know. Agree. When you want yeah. to play well, with actually, friends... I do agree. When you want yeah. to play with friends, you've got play overseas. My yeah. friend I, I play a lot of friends overseas. Yeah. And yeah. I do have that issue where it's like, okay, all right, we got to play on your servers. Yeah. And well, that, they play on our servers or and they get bad ping or you play yeah. on their servers. And when Australians play on their servers, you cannot play. No, At least they can no. kind of play when they play with me, but I cannot play with them. Not only that, though, like, even within Australia, like, me, again, trying to play armor with some mates over yeah. in WA, the lag that I get on that is absolutely atrocious. Oh, yeah, I've had some terrible lag. And that's that's within Australia. Hmm. So, yeah, Australian internet alone is rage-inducing. Yeah. Ignoring the games... Australian internet alone yeah. sucks. I recommend also downloading the entire map Even MBN is trash. Three. Yeah, I did see that pop up. Yeah, it's a really good yeah. mod, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Now we're... Sorry, we're side... Sorry, yeah, we're side... <laughs> Do you have any? 
Um, yeah, I well, could go on forever because my name should be Rage Face Mayhem because yeah, I. Well, I'm pretty sure someone tagged that in your stream at one point. Yeah. Didn't yeah, they? yeah, yeah, yeah. I think you've gone through quite a few controllers. My PlayStation 3 controller headsets. has a rattle in it because it's got pieces of plastic chipped from me smashing on the counter. <laughs> How many that was back you... in Black Ops 2 days. How many keyboards have you broken? None yet. None yet. None yet. Okay. I'm lucky. Yeah. They're all the keys fly off and I can just put them back put on. Put back on. <laughs> uh, no, look, for me, it's probably... The only time I've really raged as such was in Mega Man 11 while I was doing the review for it. Um, and I think it was... A, like a bouncy ball world and I was just really really struggling to get to a particular part yeah. and every time I thought I'd got there like the character would just bounce a completely different direction and throw me the other way and it got to the point where I just sort of turned the Xbox off because I was streaming at the time as well I just turned the stream off and I'm just like fuck this and that was it that's that's as yeah. ragey as I've gotten you guys have let me down. I thought you'd have way more <laughs> no, stuff than this. No, no, I'm quite calm. No, you're there's the a rage queen. There, there, there's a reload button for a reason, a resave. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> All right, well, Check we're going yeah, to cast our minds back to a really, really little Stacy who um, didn't know that you could have multiple save slots in most RPGs. So my, one of my rage-inducing moments is um, where you save yourself like, you, you save the game yeah. right before you come into, like, this horrendous boss. And you just keep loading the save and dying in the same damn spot. That sort of stuff used to make me rage as a young person. Yeah. I've learnt my lesson now. I have normally, like, 12 save slots now. Um, but, yeah, back then I would, like, save in the spot where it was impossible to get out yeah. of. Yeah. So that I, used to drive my, me nuts. My theory is the more save spots you have the more times you've just kept yourself from raging. Oh, I know. It's like the levels of rage. So I've been playing this game called um, Greedfall a lot lately. It's an RPG. Um, it's kind of like The Witcher a little bit, hmm. um, like, story-wise. And, yeah, I have, like, 15, like, save slots all yeah. the way down the screen. So I've learned my lesson that if you get in an impossible spot, go further back down the line and be prepared before you go yeah. in. So, yeah, back then I didn't. Uh, the reason why I also have multiple saves, especially if it's like an RPG, yeah. and and later down the line you kind of go, oh no, I should have made that decision, so you reload back. Or yeah. I wanted to spec this way, yeah. that was a mistake, reload back. Reload so I didn't back, want that yeah. person to die, damn it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, so I've learned my lesson. However, when I used to play, I think Skyrim, might have been Skyrim, pretty sure it was Skyrim, the more, sla- like, the more saves you had, yeah, it yeah, would yeah. lag the game, it would slow the game down. So. I noticed that with Fallout 4, because yeah. I used to have a couple of different save slots on yeah. Fallout 4, yeah. so I could go back yeah. and potentially yeah. like respec sort of thing. Um, and yeah, it'd get to a point where suddenly the game just got really, really laggy, Lug- which yeah, was like sluggish. annoying, but yeah. you know, and that was just a delete thing a couple of saves. I, I do have to admit, the one save I constantly tried again and again and again was, to change the outcome, was Telltale Games, The Walking Dead, yeah. the first episode. That's a brilliant game. It was a fantastic game, but there was, like, one character die, like gets killed. And I'm like, no, I don't want that character to die. So you go back, choose a different outcome. But then they, you know, same character dies and you go, no. So you go back again and again, just trying to change the outcome. Like, you know, I think the game just wanted that character dead by yeah, the time. Yeah, yeah, I know. It really frustrated me. I kind of just dropped it after that. Yeah, just yeah. didn't pick it up after a while. The devs are just like, screw this guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, marked for death. 
<laughs> no matter what. Uh, another one I've got is um, this. You guys might feel for me in this one. Shotguns in shooters that can get you from a long range. Yeah, that yeah. annoys yeah. me. I'll be halfway across a room and a dude will shotgun me. And it's like an instant kill. And, and that it's, will annoy it's not even a game where you can pick slugs as a form of ammunition. No, no. They're using no. they're using buckshot, basically. Yeah. And you'll be on the other side of the map, and they'll go, bang, and you drop dead, and you're like, well, what the hell? And you see the little shotgun icon yeah. in the side of the screen. I do have to admit, I have been on the other end of that using the shotgun. You're an arsehole. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and I specifically, like, I, I, I play Escape from Tarkov, and my favorite uh, map is the factory, and all I do is use the shotgun. And I use I use buckshot, particularly buckshot. I don't worry about the slugs. Oh, but and I get guys from across the room. I'll I'll accept that death. But if I'm getting headshotted from like a mile away by a bloody shotgun, yeah, infuriates yeah. me. Call of Duty infuriates or me. Or specifically than any game. like specifically like Battlefield Four, for example, where yeah. people will yeah. grab the Spaz Twelve and they'll just oh, full yeah. auto shotgun you in the face. Yeah, like there is no skill to that whatsoever. No. Yeah. Because the shotguns are spread Camping weapon. in corners just, with shotguns. Oh, just campers in general. Yep. Oh, man. Oh, look, now you're starting to get some rage stuff out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Keep going, Stacey. Yeah, you're just (laughs) holding it down for so long. Um, My next one is getting nailed by a blue shell when you're coming first in my regard. I think it's the most dog move, and I hate that they have that. Yeah. Sorry. Look, I, I will admit I use my fair, fair share of blue shells, but on the same token, I'd only really use that against like um, NPCs, like mm. the, the AI mm. races. I wouldn't oh, really don't use Don't get me them. wrong, I would use it in a heartbeat. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but I hate yeah. it being used against me. Yeah. Like, at least get like second, because first deserves to stay first. If they're, but I'm a Mario Kart freak. Depends how far ahead they are as well. Like, if they've got a significant lead <clears throat> where nobody has a chance of catching up, by all means, use it. Yeah. It's competitive Yeah, but I always nature. get nailed like a metre from the finish line <laughs> and then everyone whizzes past me and it drives me nuts. Yeah, well, yeah. that just sucks. That sucks. My last one is spawn points. When you respawn in a game and someone's there waiting for you and you just get nailed straight away. Oh, yeah, spawn campers. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Again, yeah. No, yeah. no skill. Yeah, no skill. They're called Simon. <laughs> Simon's spawn We're getting camper. comments I'd... from the back. <laughs> I'm not a spawn camper, alright? Not anymore. I don't mind spawn (laughs) camping, but I don't like when games haven't figured their spawns out really effectively. Well, that's one thing I sort of like about, like, the Battlefield series, is your spawn point, for the most part, like, your (laughs) start-off spawn point, is well and truly back from the enemy's... Excuse me, playing area. Yeah. So you can sort of spawn and hopefully get into position. But then when you look at... Like Black Ops, for example, where you spawn one side and then suddenly you're spawning the other side, and if you just happen to be at the same place at the same time, yeah, yeah, I know that's not camping as such, yeah, but it's frustrating. Well, my memories of like with Call of Duty was when you spawn at start, just shoot the grenade launcher at the right angle, and you can get the players on the other end. Uh, that was my favorite. Uh, wow, and also, you're one of those games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. respect for people that can memorize the <coughs> points, yeah. and I'm cool with that, but it is so frustrating when you die and then spawn and then die yeah. straight away. And I think you're right, Battlefield really nailed the fact that you can pick where you want to spawn. Mm. Yeah. Well, going back to Battlefield, one of the things that I used to do is also go to their main base, 
kill a bunch of players and then steal their plane and then attach C4 to all the other planes. So when I, when I, when I fly off, I watch them hop in the go chasing after me. They just blow them up. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. See, that does require... Like, the C4 side of things, that's a bit of a pain in the ass, but that does require skill anyway, to be able to infiltrate the enemy base when you've got... or when they've yeah. got jets ready to spawn. Oh, yeah, yeah. That certainly requires a bit of skill, but to just sort of sit there and go, pop. Oh, there he is. Pop. That shit. Yeah. That yeah. is shit. But then you get sniping. Sniping is, like, legitimately what snipers do they sit in a spot wait for their target bang shoot move and that's kind of a legitimate strategy it is it is but when you have the other type of one that we're we're talking about is when literally they know where you spawn and they just camp yeah that's that's the one call of duty has over the years has gotten better at tweaking spawning yeah rotating spawning yeah yeah Yeah. and even with the beta that came out recently like you could tell they're they're trying to fix the fact that people are coming in and spawn camping. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyone got anything else? I think I'm good. Yeah, I'm I'm pretty good. So, my last question for the podcast is, what is your favourite soundtrack or Ooh. game with music that really speaks to you? Um, that's probably a hard one as well. See, I think mine's cause... pretty easy. Yeah. Um... Specifically, Grand Theft Auto Vice City. Oh, Actually, no, yep. Mate, I've yep, downloaded yep. so many of those songs when I was yep. a kid. Because I listen to it at work it. and it gets me by. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Because, well, this is the thing. Like, All the Grand Theft Auto games have a huge range of music yeah. that you can listen to. Yeah. yeah. But specifically saying Vice City because Nonstop Pop had yeah, a great range of music. Um, I can't remember what it was called, but the Rock and Roll Channel with yeah. like Ozzy Osbourne and all that sort of stuff as well. That was fantastic. Even with the latest GTA. Fantastic radio stations. Uh, I I've kind of disagree with you on that one. There were some that were okay, don't get yeah, me wrong. Yeah. And I know they've in, I know they've yeah, put yeah. more into the game since. Yeah. But like comparing it to Did you say Vice City? Yeah. yeah. Yes. Comparing it to Vice City where I get I know it was based in the eighties, so a lot of the music is from when I grew up. Yeah. yeah. But the the soundtrack of that in my opinion, out of all the Grand Theft Autos specifically, that one hands down is best. Yeah, that, um, that for me, and also San Andreas. Yeah, San Andreas, San Andreas was good. fantastic as well. Um, I will also just throw a little bit of a shout out to uh, Saints Row. I think it was number. I can't remember if it was three or four. It would have been the third one. Yeah, third where your one. character could yeah, sing yeah. along to certain. Yeah, songs yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that scene and really yeah. badly. Um, but that was fun too. Yeah. But yeah, mostly Grand Theft Auto for me yeah. personally. Yeah, all I can think of that song right now, Two Steps Forward, Two Steps Back. Yep. Yeah, 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 that one, that scene, yeah. But did you know that each each different voice you could select also had a also different... Also different voice, yeah, I've, I've got that saved to my playlist as yep. well. cool, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, I'm a Bethesda fangirl, so... Skyrim? When Skyrim came out, yeah. every yeah. song I had downloaded, I even had, like, um, the intro song, like, the Vikings, like, singing, mm-hmm. that was, like my ringtone on my phone for like two years it, it is a gorgeous it soundtrack awesome. yeah, yeah like the dragonborn i'm pretty sure the song's called dragonborn that's yeah. that like sends shivers down my spine every time i hear it even now when i boot it up every now and then it's just i'll let it sit on the home screen until the song's <laughs> finished before yeah, yeah, i go yeah. into the game i yeah. love it um 
Doom soundtracks. Doom soundtracks. I think are some fantastic. of the best ever. It goes so well with the game. Yeah. So when you're going forth, um, yeah, it just it just rings Doom, and it gets you going even more. Yeah, it just amps you up for the, like the gunfights you're about to get into. Yeah. And I hope that Doom Eternal carries on that legacy. Hmm. Wolfenstein also had some good music in that. Yeah. Because um, it was like a German, you know, take on uh, some of the classic songs, like from the Beatles and the Beach Boys. Mm. Um, those ones were pretty good. Uh, um, even good Young Blood, which wasn't the greatest in the Wolfenstein series, the 80s themed music for it was still amazing. Oh, yeah. A- 80s themes always yeah. great. Yeah. See, I didn't, I haven't played any of the Dooms or Wolfensteins recently. Um, so I think the last time I played Doom was uh back in the dos days ah yeah um so i don't i that's old so i don't really remember any (laughs) of the music at all i just remember really dodgy 16-bit sounds yeah 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 that's look i'm okay with being dodgy all right (laughs) some Um, comments from the back i want to give a little shout out to new for speed underground Oh, uh, yeah, two, okay, two. that did have some pretty good Riders on the Storm, man. I was young. I didn't know uh, much about the Doors or Snoop. Well, I knew about Snoop. And Dogg, another another one. It was Tony Hawk. Great. Tony Hawk was Tony Hawk soundtrack two? was two, yeah. I mean, Tony Hawk yeah, two, 2 got me into AFI, and now they're like in my top five yeah. favorite bands. Yeah. So See, before I became, you know, before I, before I started liking good music... Um, when when Need for Speed Underground came out and stuff, I was trying to be one of those cool kids. So I, you know, chucked the subwoofer in the back of the car and the big exhaust pipe on the back of the car and had all that sort of music downloaded. Yeah. And I'd roll my shitty little Honda Civic through the street with all the music cranked right up. And yeah, absolute idiot. <laughs> From Need idiot. for Speed. Oh, From Need, for speed. Need for speed dream. Yeah. 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 Yep. It wasn't even a good, it was like an 85 Honda Civic. And its max speed with my foot flat on the floor was 120 kilometers an hour. That's funny. Because I tried and it did not work. I did. I loved that game. Hey, Uh, always had a lime green Audi. It was one of the music. The music suits the game. Yeah, cannot fault it for that. But yeah, I like good music now. Yeah. 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 I still have these songs on playlists. (laughs) It's insane. It's insane. Games do like that stuff sticks to you. Oh yeah, yeah. Especially like especially when growing up, and they were the music of your era. Yeah. So that's why they resonate so much. Yeah. It's that and the experience that you're experiencing in the game with that music playing just heightens the whole scenario. Yeah. And and it that's, builds the it builds the tension. It builds the atmosphere. Yeah, yeah, and and it it makes you when you hear when you hear those songs. Also, you remember those moments in yeah. the game, and that's for me. That's that's really important. There are some games as well, though, that a lack of a soundtrack can kill the game. Can, as well. Yeah, well, it, it can kill the game. But on the same token, like <clears throat> Observation, playing Observation, there was basically no music or anything to it whatsoever. You're stuck in a spaceship or space station hmm. and all you can hear is like the hum of the electricity flowing through the cables and that's basically it hmm. and it made the game so much creepier than it needed oh, to yeah, be atmospheric yeah yeah, yeah see with horror games it's kind of good to dull back on that yeah yeah but like if you remember like the alien movies that the the music with tone with the scenarios that were in just resonated and just 
you know, made those intense moments more intense. Yeah. Um, you know, like, for example, if you play Dead by Daylight, uh, when, you you know, you've got the killer coming after you, that music really comes into yeah, it. Yeah, uh, look. Friday the 13th. It, yeah, Friday the 13th, yeah. and yeah. Yeah. No, it's, I don't know, games can go two ways, though, in, in regards to that. Like, you yeah. can have really good sound effects that really <laughs> help drive it, or you can have a complete lack of music, which, to me, personally, feels a little bit scarier. Yeah, there's mm. atmospheric sound, and I guess there's a soundtrack. Yeah. 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 I totally what you mean. Yeah. Know what you mean, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah no, anyway, back onto musical playlists. <laughs> oh, I've already settled mine. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, it was uh, Tony Hawk 2. Yep. Tony Hawk 2 uh, grown was up. the bee's knees. Oh, yeah, it was definitely one of those. And also, for me, I played the original GTA 1 soundtrack. Mm-hmm. Um, because... That's going back a few yeah, years ago. Yeah, that's, that's classic. Yep. Yeah, and, that, and that's brought brought me into the GTA. And, and it's also great that GTA has kept up with having great music in their games from the very start mm. up till now. Yeah, Rockstar would be paying so much money to people just to use their music. Yeah, yeah. It's, I mean, it's, it's well and truly really worth it because the soundtrack, for me personally, there is no other game that compares. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, I can't wait for the next one. Um, I've drowned so many hours into GTA Online and also the single player, and fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to give another little shout-out to Life is Strange just because they've got lots of like little indie bands that play in the background of them, and they're so good at building the atmosphere. Because hmm. there's quite quite a lot of heartfelt moments in those games, mm-hmm. yeah. and they'll have like a little indie track in the background, and sometimes even in the game you can click the radio on and lie on the bed and just listen to the music That's pretty as cool. part of the game. So, yeah, yeah. give them a little shout-out because they're good. They're really good. Anyway, I think that's it. That's it. I think well, so. There you go. You got a bit of a glimpse into our gaming history and how yeah. weird we are. And yeah. How weird yeah. we are. Um, we'll be at PAX next week. We're going to try yeah. and film a podcast down at PAX. Um, yeah. Make sure you see us. Make sure you go to our merch store. We have merch up there. Um, what else can I plug? Uh, have a look at our website <laughs> to keep up with all the gaming news, yeah. reviews, uh, tech trials. If you see us down at PAX, say hello. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, we also have a Discord yeah. as well. Uh, so we'll have the link. Uh, we've been posting a link recently. So if you guys want to click on that and uh, join our Discord, that'd be really appreciated. And follow us on Twitter and YouTube and Facebook. You know where to find us. Yep. Right. Bye. Later. See ya.